Welcome back. Giants week number 11 preview versus the Detroit Lions. The Giants come in at 7-2. and two. The Lions come in at 3-6, and six, having won two in a row. The Giants are pretty hot as well. They've won five of their last six games. And the Giants right now, from where I'm looking, are three-point favorites. The game has a 45-point over-under. Should be a fun game in my opinion, so hopefully it is, and hopefully it ends in a Giants win. So we will do the usual. I will get into the injury reports. I will get into some of the key matchups and just make some predictions at the end. But hopefully you guys enjoy the video. Leave in the comments your thoughts about this game. And let's get into it. For the injury report, we'll start with the Lions. Defensive lineman Josh Pascal, I believe he was a second-round pick out of Kentucky. He was a very athletic edge rusher, so I'm kind of happy the Giants don't have to deal with him. He's out for this game. Frank Ragnow, good center, limited practice on Friday after not practicing Wednesday or Thursday. Of course, that would be a big loss for them. Wide receiver Josh Reynolds, him and Jared Goff have a good connection. I don't think Reynolds has played the last couple weeks, so he might be out. He seems legitimately questionable. Safety, Deshaun Elliott, concussion. He was a pretty good player with the Ravens a couple years back. Linebacker Malcolm Rodriguez, a rookie. He's actually played a decent amount for them this year. Charles Harris is out. Not that it makes that much of a difference. He was a former first-round pick. And for the Giants, tight end Daniel Bellinger will be out. No surprise, but he was catching passes on the side in practice this week, so that's definitely a step in the right direction. Dexter Lawrence backslash resting is questionable. Got two limited practices in on Thursday and Friday. I think he'll play. He should be fine. Dane Belton questionable with a clavicle injury. I think he'll be fine. Kenny Galladay, hamstring revenge game for Kenny Galladay. This would be a great time for him to score his first touchdown. I hope Kenny gets out there this week. It'd be great to see him play the Lions. Evan Neal, doubtful for this game with the same knee injury, but it seems like he is starting to trend in the right direction. He has been um, practicing at a limited basis pretty much the entire week. Wandell Robinson, a limited practice on Friday. Brian Dable seemed optimistic about him playing, so hopefully Wandale is out there. Joshua Izuda, left guard with the neck injury, was a limited practice on Friday, and um, Dable also seemed optimistic about Izuda getting out there um, on Sunday. So that's definitely good news. So we'll go over the Lions stats here in 2022 as a team. Points four offensively. They're ninth in points total sixth in yards so that offense so far this year is putting up good numbers for the most part they are 19th in passing attempts they are eighth in passing yards eighth in passing touchdowns running the ball they're 10th in, in rushing yards and they have the fourth most rushing touchdowns this year thanks to jamal williams the former packer they are 11th in yards per attempt as a team 4.8 yards per carry so the lions offense they are legit the thing they are bad at is turnovers. They're 21st in turnovers as an offense. That, of course, is not very good. But just about everywhere else, they are like top 10, top 15. So the Lions offense, while their record is not that great, their offense is no joke. The defense, though, it's more of a joke. 32nd in points allowed, 32nd in yards allowed. There's 32 teams in the NFL. Definitely not good. So they are 19th in forced turnovers. They are 27th in passing yards allowed, 26th in passing touchdowns allowed. They've given up the 31st most rushing yards. We played the Texans last week who were last in that category. So back-to-back -back weeks here, just a great stretch here for Saquon of playing arguably the two worst run defenses in all football. And they're 30th in rushing touchdowns allowed. They're 30th in yards per attempt to opposing 
rushing offenses. So, yeah, the Lions defense, definitely not good at all, but that offense is definitely a bit scary. The Giants defense missing their best player in the secondary. I guess arguably, I know Adoree Jackson's been good this year, but not having Xavier McKinney for a game like this is definitely unfortunate. So the Giants cornerbacks have to step up in a matchup like this. The Lions do have some pretty good weapons. Yes, they traded TJ Hawkinson, but I still don't take the Lions weapons lightly. That's an offense I'm still a bit afraid of. So speaking of matchups, we'll get to that right now. So so Jared Goff this year, not having a great year, but not having a terrible year either. His stats on the season are 15 touchdowns to seven interceptions, a 93 quarterback rating and a basically 64% completion percentage. And he's been inconsistent this year. Jared Goff has had games this year where he has looked amazing, especially early on. He had a game where it was 256 passing yards, four touchdowns, no turnovers. He had a four-touchdown game versus Seattle. Um, But really, it's been a while since he's had a great game. But guess he had 321 passing yards, one touchdown, no interceptions versus the Dolphins at home back on October 30th. But Jared Goff's also had some bad games. He definitely has had just a mixed bag this year, to say the least. Their wide receiver one is Amon Ra St. Brown. He was injured a bit earlier in the season, but the first two weeks he got off to arguably the best start of any wide receiver this year. So Amon Ra in his second year is definitely a great player. He's proven to be a very good, not just slot receiver, but just a really good receiver overall. Him and Jared Goff have a good connection. They have this other receiver, Tom Kennedy. I had never heard of him up until last week. He's undrafted in 2019. He did have a long catch versus the uh, Bears, and that was the first time I ever heard of him. Khalif Raymond, listed as their slot receiver. The Giants once had Khalif Raymond. I don't think it was the best experience, but yeah, Khalif Raymond playing at MetLife once again. Their tight end now, I'm not going to pronounce his name right, and I don't feel like going back and looking for the pronunciation, but Shane Zylstra? Z-Y-L-S-T-R-A? I don't know. But yeah, they traded TJ Hawkinson, as I mentioned. So Shane Z, I'll call him, is their backup tight end. Never heard of the guy, and he can't be that good. The Lions offensive line is no joke. I mean, I can pretty much name their entire offensive line, which says a lot here. I mean, Evan Brown was the one guy I'm kind of unfamiliar with, but... um, Left tackle, Taylor Decker, he's been good for a while. Jonah Jackson out of Ohio State a couple years ago, good player. We mentioned Frank Ragnow at center. And Penny Sewell at right tackle, drafted in the first round a couple years ago, is quietly one of the best right tackles in football. I mean, Penny Sewell is probably, what, 21, 22? He's barely 22 years old. So he's been playing at an elite level. But I don't know if it's the Lions or the not winning part. He does not get much national attention, but yeah. Panay Sewell has definitely been worth that pick so far. So yeah, the Giants cornerbacks will definitely have a, um, you know, decent assignment in this game. If Josh Reynolds is out, that would definitely help the Giants, of course. DJ Chark, who started the year on the Lions, I think he might be on IR, so don't have to worry about him. He was a talented guy with uh, the Jaguars a couple of years back. But yeah, we're going to see some, you know, St. Brown versus everybody. He'll probably get some slot assignments versus Darnay Holmes. He'll get some... Moreau, he'll get some uh, Adoree Jackson. But my concern really is this Lions run game. They have a good run game with Jamal Williams, who has nine rushing touchdowns this year, and DeAndre Swift, who was a second-round pick in 2020. DeAndre Swift is another guy who got off to such a great start, but he got hurt as well. So he's been kind of working his way back slowly here. But Jamal Williams, DeAndre Swift is a great one-two punch at running back. They have different skill sets. Swift is more of that... He's a swift guy with good receiving, you know, skill set. He can make guys miss in the open field. Jamal Williams is pretty much 
pretty good at everything, but he's just a really, really good goal line back. So Jamal Williams wants to get to that goal line. He is their go-to guy. The Giants offensive line had a lot, not offensive line, defensive line had a lot of success versus the Texans because their interior offensive line was not very good. The Lions are a different story. They have a good interior. So guys like Dexter Lawrence, Leonard Williams, I'm not saying they're going to play bad, but they will have a tougher task this week as compared to last week versus the Texans. The Giants linebackers, you know, Mike and McFadden, you have Tate Crowder, who seems to be playing less now. You have Jalen Smith. Um, those guys will definitely have important roles in this game as to stopping the run, stopping DeAndre Swift, not allowing the big play, stopping Jamal Williams. Same thing with the safeties playing in the box. We saw Dame Belton last week had a couple of missed tackles that turned into big plays. And we can't have that once again. So the Lions offense, they probably will put up decent numbers in this game. The Giants defense, when you look at advanced numbers, has not been very good this year. But the Giants defense has been opportunistic, getting timely turnovers, being better in the red zone. The Giants defense will give up yards. We just allowed a bunch of yards to the Texans. And Davis Mills had over 300 yards passing. But the Giants get turnovers at the right times. We've seen recent examples. There was that, you know, kind of a goal line, maybe five yard line fumble by ETN in the Jaguars game. There were two intercept or two turnovers by the Texans last week, basically inside the Giants 10 yard line, the fumble by um, by Damian Pierce. And there was the interception to Dame Belton from Davis Mills. So the Giants defense has been getting turnovers at the right time. Hopefully they get one or two here in this game as well. You flip it to the other side, the Giants all Offense versus this Lions defense. The guy on this Lions defense I worry about, outside of Aiden Hutchinson, of course, who's had a really good rookie year, but Jeffrey Okuda, a guy who was taken right before um, Andrew Thomas, our left tackle. So Okuda missed a lot of time with an Achilles injury. I think last year had a rough rookie year. So Okuda here in year three has kind of broken out. He's had a really nice year. So whether he's guarding Darius Slayton or, you know, Kenny Galladay, if he plays, he's probably the one guy in the secondary you don't want to go after. Their other corner, Mike Hughes, former chief, I feel like he's had a pretty average to below average career. Their slot corner, Will Harris, not much better himself. But their defensive line is probably the best part of this Lions defense. Second overall pick, Aiden Hutchinson, has made some really good plays this year. They have Julian Okwara, who's actually the younger brother of the former giant, Romeo Okwara. I think Romeo is still on the Lions, but I'm pretty sure he had another bad injury. It might have been Achilles tear, actually. But yeah, he was on the Lions. Um, they still have Michael Brockers, the former Ram but he's had an awful year. He's not really playing as much these days. Uh, Levi Muzarike is on IR. Definitely, you know, he's one of the better players on the Lions defensive line, so not dealing with him is nice. Ali McNeil was a, uh, he was a higher pick, maybe a second, third round pick, but he was a good run stopper. So another guy in that Lions defensive line. Their defensive line's pretty good. So that's the one part I'm pretty much concerned about, but their linebackers, corners outside of Okuda, I'm not really that concerned about. The Giants offensive line, I mean, that's one area I'm kind of concerned concerned about in this game. Hopefully we see some Andrew Thomas versus Aiden Hutchinson. That should be a good matchup. It's the other guys with the Giants offensive line you're kind of worried about from Joshua Izuda to John Feliciano to Mark Lewinsky to Tyree Phillips now filling in for Evan Neal. That's the um, you know question marks for this Giants offensive line. So we'll see about that. Saquon Barkley versus a bad run defense. How many carries does he get? I think the Giants, they're going to try very hard to win this game. I think, you know, if the Giants lose this game, you're looking at a potential, like, 
you know, I don't want to say losing streak, but if they lose this game and then they lose on Thanksgiving and then they have more tough divisional games after that, like you never know. So I think the Giants will pretty much try their hardest to win this game, obviously. And if that includes giving Saquon Barkley another high carry game, that might be the case. Like I know some fans have the idea of like they're going to quote unquote save Barkley for the Thanksgiving game coming up versus the um, versus the Cowboys in six days. But I... I don't look at it the same way. I think if Barkley, if the game script goes the way, you know, it should where the Giants are within one score or leading or tied or whatever, and the Giants are not down by a lot of points, Saquon Barkley should have 25-ish carries in this game. So it's not 35 like last week, but I think Saquon will get used a good amount in this game if he is productive on the ground, which he should be in a matchup like this. Daniel Jones playing a passing defense that's also not that good the Giants should have opportunities to make plays in the passing game um, Jones statistically last week was pretty good almost 200 passing yards two touchdowns no turnovers Daniel Jones has the longest streak of not throwing an interception so hopefully we don't jinx that but that is a true stat right now so the Giants offense has not been turning the ball over and their quarterback has been a big part of that the Giants definitely don't beat themselves my concern is that the Giants defense has a couple breakdowns and the Lions get to a point total that the Giants will have trouble getting to. Like if the Lions score 26 or 27 or more, that might be a problem because the Giants offense, as we know, they like to hang around in like the, uh, you know, mid to low 20s or high teens. They don't score much more than that. So if the Lions get to a threshold of like 26, 27 points, you start to wonder, can the Giants offense keep up with that hopefully they can but it's a legitimate question and a legitimate concern to have so yeah I think this is a big game obviously because let's say the Giants do lose this game you get the seven and three you're going to be underdogs by a decent amount versus Dallas that could be seven and four you're playing a hot Washington team so then you get Philly you don't want to get into a point here where the losses pile on you want to get this one get to eight and two and at that point if you're eight and two all you need is like one or two more wins to like just secure a playoff spot. So I hope they win this game, obviously. I don't want to say it's like a must-win game. I don't like that term, especially when you're seven and two. But when you have like the look-ahead schedule with all the division games and being at Minnesota late in the season and being at Philadelphia, you have Indianapolis who's playing better now. Um, this is a game that just might be the, you know, easiest game remaining on the Giants schedule. I guess it depends how the Colts look, but still. This arguably will be the easiest game remaining. So the Giants being three-point favorites, you would hope come away with this victory. But I don't take the Lions lightly. I'm picking the Giants to win. My score prediction was 26-24 Giants. But um, I do have concerns about our defense in this matchup. So we'll see. Can the Giants, you know, passing offense, can they open things up? Yes, they had good numbers last week. But a lot of that was kind of a, a fluke play by Darius Slayton where he broke a tackle on a drag route and took it 50-something yards to the house. So that's not going to happen every week. But you get a weak defense once again. Hopefully the Giants can, you know, put up points offensively. And I think they should in this game. And I do hope Kenny Galladay gets his first touchdown as a Giant. That would be awesome. So that'll do it for the video. I hope you guys enjoyed. Leave in the comments, once again, how you feel about this game. Any score predictions you guys have. And I will talk to you guys when this one is over on Sunday night when the Giants are 8-2, hopefully.